the skilled trades podcast i'm your co-host cal along with me as always is my co-host david how are you this evening david pretty good uh warm and tired yeah it is <laughs> we've hit a bit of a heat wave here yeah yeah here in manitoba we've just got uh, this last week we've had temperatures hovering around 30 degrees celsius so i know on the hvac side we've definitely been uh, busy starting this week already i believe that everyone's in a desperate panic to get their acs going because they were like oh i'm sure it'll be fine at the tail end of last year and they'll have been like oh it's cooling off now we'll just leave it till next year and then they forgot about it and yep we we always try to encourage people to you know get their acs looked at before you know prime weather where you know where it's 30 degrees and it's gonna it if it's gonna fail it's gonna fail then i know i went to um a home today very interesting call that guy said wasn't cooling and i got there he's, and he he is a contractor of sorts but uh he's like yeah it, the unit's got power outside uh, so i don't know what's going on well i went out there didn't have power um found out actually the breaker was was off um so before i just decided to turn the breaker on and risk you know having a shorted compressor all of a sudden you know make a whole bunch of noise and you know get, get get into trouble there i uh i found that well first off their capacitor was leaking oh you got a prego capacitor did you i did <laughs> <laughs> so that's the first thing i noticed so i changed that out check the capacitor uh, check the compressor windings yeah those were fine so i thought i found out okay it's safe enough to turn the breaker on turn the breaker on and uh, the unit ran okay um not as good as it could um, so I took a quick peek at the furnace fan and the A-coil and it was just like, the A-coil was just like a sheet of dust and dirt on it. I don't know how it ran the way it did. The furnace fan was just packed full. So recommended to, to get it serviced and they, they agreed. So when the service, that thing spent three hours cleaning that whole, uh, the, the condenser and the A-coil. Jeez. And uh, after that, it was cooling fantastic. The, the customer's like, yeah, you know, it's been cooling pretty good last summer. But it's like, now I told him it's probably going to be cool like three times as good. <laughs> but it is dirty work, like to, especially if you have a dirty A-coil. But it's like, it's very satisfying to, to me once everything is cleaned and it's just running like perfect. Yeah, I believe that. That's, oh, some of the furnaces even I've opened up and stuff like that. It's just like... How is air moving? Yep. <laughs> like, yep. how? How? Yep. How? <laughs> exactly. It's, and I, I've had that a few times already um, this, uh, you know, this AC season. I know I went to a home uh, yesterday where the guy, he was, he was all concerned. It was, it was quite hot yesterday. And he was all concerned because uh, his AC wasn't working and we were supposed to have some, some warm weather to go into the tail end of this week. But I think that's changed now. And his system was flat. He had uh, an evaporator leak. So me and, me and a journeyman went to go change it out today. I got to use some of my new tools. 
my uh, uh, my reclaimer, um, my vacuum pump, hoses, stuff like that. And so that, that, that was really fun. How did your big hoses work out for you? Fantastic. Um, I was pretty, uh, pretty impressed. Uh, I know I'd seen a bunch of videos and stuff about, you know, people showing them off, but it's really nice to see actually how, how well they work when you're actually using them out in the field. And, um, I have the three quarter inch, uh, true blue, um, XL, um, starter kit worked perfectly. And the only thing that was kind of sucked about it was because it was on a, uh, the condenser was on a roof which I'm not a big fan of, and they didn't have any walkway or anything there, so you had to kind of balance everything on a sloped roof. Oh. But that was, that was fun. It worked. Um, but yeah, I remember that customer, he wasn't really he wasn't really impressed because he wanted it done right away, and I understand. Like, yeah, it's 28 degrees in your house today. <laughs> when, when we went there, it was 28 degrees Celsius. So I was like, yeah, it's getting kind of hot and humid in here. <laughs> I didn't blame him, but... We got it all going, we got it cooling for him, so he was happy. It's just one of those things, right? It's like, as soon as the AC's off, a lot of people go into a panic. Yeah, and I mean, today was a pretty windy day, so yeah. if all this fails, just crack some windows and stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. years ago, we had a, we bought a house that didn't have AC, and we were like, ah, you know what, I'm sure we'll be fine. Yeah. And, well, once we got those plus 40 summer temperatures, we were like, uh, we need AC, and we need it now. Yeah. The problem was, is there was never an AC put into that house, so... You had to do a bit of retrofitting there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thankfully, it was a still fairly new house, but, mm-hmm. yeah, that was... We went one summer without an AC, and we said never again. I don't know how you could do that. I know my grandparents, too. Their house never had any AC on, and it's like my grandma would cook and stuff in the house, and it would just be hot in there. Oh, my goodness. I, I remember... But their basement was like... It was like a chilled box it was so <laughs> nice um but yeah the, it, it's been pretty good uh i definitely enjoy it you know it's 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 satisfying when you can get the ac going for someone oh yeah that's for sure i mean i'm i'm glad that i fixed our ac at home last year i mean it was also just a prego capacitor <laughs> which i figured it was right away yeah and yeah it's definitely kept me way too cold in the house during the day while i'm doing my schoolwork. And, <laughs> Nighttime, I go downstairs to my bedroom. It's just like, uh, yeah, it's it's very cold down here, and I have the vents plugged down there because uh-huh. it's probably like seventeen down there. And during the winter time, when it's that cold, I can handle it. But when it's air conditioned air, it just makes my joints hurt. So. Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's it's very it's dehumidified air. There's no moisture or very low moisture in the air. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, I had a couple of customers. Uh, they that we went to. They, well, one of them actually on Monday as well. We were crazy busy on Monday. Uh, so I went there. He said, yeah, it's not working. So I went out there and sure enough, again, it was an old unit, but he wanted to know how much it was going to cost to get it started and how much it was going to cost to replace. Well, so I got it started for him. I got the capacitor replaced for him and I ran into something I've never seen before. Um, my other coworkers had it, but it's one of those like breakers where, um, you have to like push it in and then to turn it on and push it in to turn it off. It's like, it like clicks. Hmm. That's interesting. I've never seen something like that before. I had never seen anything my coworker had before, but, um, they don't make them anymore. And so it kind of threw me for a little bit of a loop because, so I turned the AC, I, I turned the breaker off for the AC, which I had to test a bunch of them, turn a bunch of them on and off because nothing was really labeled. Classic. Yep. <laughs> 
And when I got finally got the, the AC, the capacitor changed out, I was going to turn the furnace on, all of a sudden, click, oh, furnace is not coming on, click, 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 <laughs> not coming on. I was like, okay, what's going on here? So, you know, I, I, okay, so I take the little metal panel off there and check for, for power, okay, I got no power coming out of the breaker. So it's like I fiddle around with it for a little while, and I finally got it to go, and I told the customer about it, AC ran like, like like trash um it was it was getting way too hot out there um uh, like it was the the coil was so plugged i could feel the heat like coming off the coil oh boy and it was just hot um so the customer was gonna change it out but he just wanted he just wanted to get it going and uh so yeah, that one threw me for a bit of a loop that was the first i don't i'm not a big fan of getting my fingers in a panel i'm not comfortable i should say with it yet um but yeah i, fig- I figured that out so and he said he had gone there and replaced a couple of them replaced from an electrical company but he said they put used ones in there because they couldn't get new ones yeah that's for sure and i mean like even with uh federal panels nowadays oftentimes i'm putting used breakers in there because now they're they've taken a break from building those breakers taking a break from Breakers. Yeah, I yeah. see what you did there. Yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> and it's almost impossible to come by new federal breakers. Uh-huh. So we just slap used ones in there. And oftentimes, it'll be like a 15-amp single pull I put in there. And I have to take like four of them along, and only one works. Yeah. And so the other three are trash. But, like, we can't test them at the shop because we... Stripped all our temporary panels, which were federals, for their breakers, uh-huh. and switched them all over to Square D. <laughs> uh-huh. So it's like, your best bet is just to take lots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, I, I've noticed, I've only had a, to really diagnose a bad breaker a few times, but um, uh, I know it happened recently. You know, this is more in the early spring. I uh, went to a customer's home. Uh, furnace wasn't working. Their breaker... I think it was like a, I think it was a hundred amp breaker or something for their electric furnace, an old style Square D. Uh, I talked, I uh, sent you a message about that one because yeah. I'd never seen this before. It was old, and uh, that was an, a super expensive breaker. Oh yeah. And I don't, I think the I don't know what the customer ended up doing, but their their breaker was just tripped like internally, like it. No oh, matter yeah. what you did, you could not reset it. I, I disconnected my wires off of there, and it just would not reset. I'm sure it'll have been shorted out inside there. Yeah, because it, it looked black. Like, it looked like something in there had gotten hot on the yeah. plastic around the breaker. I didn't want to take that whole breaker apart. So, um, yeah, I don't know what they ended up doing with it. But, yeah, it's just one of those things. I don't know. I'm, just, I, I, I'm getting more comfortable with it, but just not 100% comfortable with putting my put my tools in a, in a breaker panel yet. <laughs> yeah, my tools is one thing. Like, if they're insulated tools, then it's... Which, I, the, the, I bought a, a, just a cheap set um, for, from, a, from, from a store locally. And are they the most... Are they the best thing? No, but I've, I have a little bit more confidence in, in a panel if I'm using insulated screwdrivers. Yeah, that's for sure. And and uh, one of my t- teachers early on in, in my apprenticeship said... Your best bet is to stick one hand in your pocket. Yeah. If you're not using your second hand, stick it in your pocket so that one doesn't all of a sudden touch something it's not supposed to. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was always taught too, especially in school as well. Like uh, we watch a bunch of electrical safety videos oh. and 
try to scare you with, you know, people getting zapped. Yeah. <laughs> this is your brain on electricity. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> and, but yeah, so you always kind of think of that stuff. But yeah, you just gotta, you just gotta be a bit safe with it. But yeah, with this, with the, with the heat now coming, um, I'm, I'm lucky I'm on call o- over the, over the long weekend. So, oh, um, weather doesn't look too bad right now, but I was expecting, you know, it's going to be a very busy weekend, but who knows? Well, if, Luck goes your way, you'll get a ton of calls on Monday, and then it'll be that OT pay. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> too, yeah. bad, too bad you just get dinged on the income tax for that. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. I mean, you yeah, you make $100 more at the end of the paycheck, uh, or you work a bunch of hours more, and you make $100 more on your paycheck, and then you, you look at it and say, oh, I paid like $200 income tax on that $100 <laughs> I made. Oh, weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But that's the way it goes. Yeah, taxes I think are uh, a whole nother ball game. Yes. Yeah, that is I mean, a person I try to to you know, bank if I can some of my hours just yep. for those rainy days when it's not as busy. You got to go home a bit earlier, but you know, I can see us being swamped for the first little bit anyways now. Now with the with AC season coming up, but uh yeah, how, how did you always look forward to crawling up in attics when it's nice and hot? Oh, yeah, you know, you come to work with your two massive jugs of water, and you're like, hey, where am I going today? Oh, you're going into an attic, and it's like, oh, great. (laughs) I'm going to be dripping and stinky by the end of the day. (laughs) And, yeah, you know, about every hour or so, just stick your head out of the attic hatch and go, (gasps) 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 (laughs) get some of that cool air, and then all of a sudden you climb down. If it's in an air-conditioned building, it's like, it's cold in here. Yeah, yeah, it is a little bit. I know uh, tomorrow I'm scheduled to go to a uh, a trucking company, and they have some units that are actually in an attic, which we don't see a lot here in Manitoba. But they have a couple of units in the attic that the the journeyman said I was I was a lucky one to go and service them up there. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I mean, it's looking pretty warm tomorrow, but if you get there early enough in the morning, yep. you'll be fine. Yeah, I, I, I want to be there bright and early before it gets too hot. I mean, in the summertime, I, I wouldn't mind starting a little bit earlier, just so you can get more work done before, you know, 10 o'clock when it starts to heat up outside. Yeah, I, I think we should just, for summertime, adopt, you know, the, the southern states or Mexico's technique where... You start really early, and then lunchtime, you take a bit of a nap, and then yeah. the sun goes down, you go back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or or even like, you know, uh, I know I have, I have family down south, and they, out there, um, a lot of the times, like, they'll start work at 6 and go home at, like, 2 or 3, just oh. because, you know, by the time, you know, it lunchtime hits, it's it's already quite warm outside, which I don't blame them. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I could work down south. Yeah, I guess it all depends on where you live because like if that is true. If you're in a dry environment, it's not nearly as bad. It could still be plus forty. Yeah. And with like five percent humidity, it's a lot more bearable. Uh huh. But like places like Belize or Florida or like Alabama, I've even been in Tennessee in September and it was like plus forty and like ninety nine percent humidity, and it's hard to breathe because it's like someone's trying to you know, waterboard you. It's like just a <laughs> wet blanket over your face. And yeah. it's like, okay, I ain't got fog in my lungs. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. I, I know even today, like when I at the customer's house, 
it was it was hot when I was changing out that evaporator. It was hot, um, and yeah, like, it, especially yeah, you know we you know have to wear masks and such and such. It's it gets kind of toasty. Oh yeah, that's so. for sure. And like especially in attics, like yeah, usually I like to wear a respirator because yeah, insulation and stuff. Yeah, all the insulation, but like it's just such hot air. Yep. And it's a million times hotter when that mask's on your face. Yeah. It just makes it so hard to breathe. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes I'd just have rather have it hard to breathe than be hacking up insulation for the next three days. Yeah, exactly. And it'll just sit in your lungs if you, if you don't get it out. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so one of, the, one of the things I do like, though, about this warmer weather is we don't have snow. Oh, that's for sure. So I'm, I'm kind of liking that. It's starting to feel like summer. So, I guess uh, another kind of topic we could have for the summer, what what kind of things do you like to do when you're not at work out in the summertime? Oh, well, things I like to do and things I have to do, those are two <laughs> very different things. I mean, I guess seeing how uh, I have a lot of grass I have to mow, I spend a lot of my summers always mowing. Uh-huh. So, that, that eats up a lot of time. I actually pulled out the mowers yesterday and started mowing. Um, if we don't get rain, it's not going to be much mowing to be done this year, but it looks like we're supposed to get about four days of rain, so that'll keep me busy, but I don't know, other than that, you know, I, I like to, like to do a bit of camping here and there, and just be outside. Yeah. Do, doing a lot of bird watching lately, we, well, yeah. we had goldfinches here, and now the Orioles showed up. Do you guys have feeders on your yard? Yes, we do, we have a small bird feeder. For all the little songbirds. And then we also have a hummingbird slash oriole feeder. Okay. And we've had one hummingbird out and also orioles. So oh. I like to sit there and watch the birds. That's nice. I mean, now, like, I, I think it's definitely important that even after, you know, it you've, you've worked all day, you know, especially in the hot, in the, in, the, in the summertime. I know some people, they like to be out in the sun all day and then they go home and still be out in the sun. If, it, if I'm working outside all day. In in the and in, in it, it's like hot. It's like I like to go downstairs in the cold basement for for a little while and gather my thoughts. <laughs> yeah, some people are just like, oh, I just cooked in the sun all day. Well, I'm gonna go sit in the sun and crush some beers. Oh, that works too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. For me, it's usually because I know when I get home, I'll be pooched, but mm-hmm. I still have to do mowing and stuff. Yeah. So I get a lot of sun during the summer, but I don't know. I just like to be in the outdoors, seeing how most of our year is winter time yeah so i like to spend as much time outside as possible which kind of sucks now that i'm in school because i sit and look outside and it's like it looks gorgeous out there Uh i wish i could be out there and i'm stuck inside where there's air conditioning (laughs) (laughs) hey just be lucky that air conditioner hasn't gone out yet yeah that's for sure i mean it it is getting up there in age but that is true (laughs) i know uh i just got um some kayak holders for for my for my vehicle it's got roof rack so i'm probably gonna take the kayak out i'm on call this week so probably not this week maybe next week go take it out on the lake and and spend some time there um that's kind of what I, what i like to do in in the summertime go out on the lake usually in the evenings it's a bit starts get sun starts going down a bit so it's not so hot oh yeah i like to do that yeah i, I don't know i'm not a big water guy not- I mean, me neither i'm Actually, to be honest, a little bit afraid of drowning. Oh, I'm I'm terrified the, of drowning because I don't know how to swim. <laughs> I know, me neither. But but I never I don't usually go alone, and I always have a life jacket. It's yeah. like 
just in case. And it's like, I'm not, I don't stray too far from shore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't trust life jackets. I don't know. I just do not trust them. I I don't trust water to hold me up. (laughs) I I think think that's the biggest thing. I think water just doesn't hold me up. (laughs) I I recently discovered that I enjoy fishing. Okay. I, I do enjoy that. But last year was the first time I ever went out on a boat. Mm-hmm. I liked it, but I'm still, you know, water freaks me out. After almost drowning in a creek once, just uh-huh. I found the only low spot in the creek and almost drowned. Had my coworkers pull me out. It was that. And no thanks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm. Uh... I, I haven't really been on a boat much. Um, I start. I got a, a fishing rod a couple of about two summers ago. I don't. I don't mind just going to the lake, throwing a couple of lures in the water. Not like I'm a professional fisherman or anything, but just to kind of spend time a little bit. I, that's what I did. I know. Last year when I was off of work for a bit due to to COVID, and that was right at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, I was off work for a bit, and uh, I went out to the lake just because it was. I was bored at home. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I went up to the lake and that's kind of when I got into that hobby a little bit, but even still, I mean, it's nice if you, if you have a boat, I think you can actually catch a little bit more than just off the shore. Oh yeah, that's for sure. And I know last summer, me and some buddies, we went, uh, further North to a lake here in our province and, and the beach there and, and the lake, like we probably walked out 50 to 75 feet cause it slopes so gently. Uh huh. And we were waist deep and we were all just casting there. And it was crazy because I was the only one who caught a fish. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, because it's a, such a huge lake, it, there's a tide. Uh-huh. And we could feel the tide going out. And it was starting to pull us. Oh. <laughs> and like, I was like, okay, I'm already kind of floating in the water here. Uh-huh. And it's starting to pull. I am getting out of here. Yep. <laughs> yep. I would be the same way. I know for, for me, it's... I'm not. A, I don't know how to swim, so it's not like I, I, I go swimming. And I like to touch the bottom. <laughs> yep, that's for sure. I mean, I love sitting by a lake in uh-huh. the morning or the evening. It is so beautiful. Or falling asleep, listening to the lake just wash up on the shore. Yep. Like such a relaxing sound. Mm-hmm. But eh, being in the water, mm, hard pass. Yep, I'm. I'm. I'm very much the same. <laughs> but. I think it's definitely important, though, like, for, for, you know, tradesmen, you know, like, everybody works hard throughout the day and throughout the week. I think it's definitely important to, you need to take a little bit of time off in order for, so you don't get, you know, burnt out, which definitely can happen, especially in the summertime. Yeah, that's for sure. It's important to take care of yourself and, you know, take time to relax, you know, whether it's either crush and bruise with the boys or... Or, you know, just going fishing or just even just sitting, Mm -hmm. like just sitting and relaxing. It's, it's important. It's important for your mental health and and also for your physical health too. Yep. Cause I know like, even like uh, for myself too, like if, if we're doing a job like on, on a roof or, or outside or whatever, doing, doing work there, it's like after a while that heat just gets to you. Like you're, you're, you're not thinking straight and, and stuff like that, which is, that's why yeah, I'll, I'll, I, <laughs> I have two big jugs of water in my van at all times so that are ice cold yeah that's for sure and you know it just drains your energy because with the humidity we have here mm-hmm. all of a sudden it just feels like you have no strength nothing left to give because that heat and humidity just drains everything from you yep 
And the thing is, our climate up here, like, people say, oh, it's it's hot down south. Yeah. We get heat and humidity up here, but then we also get freezing cold weather. So our bodies are taking such a toll from that. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't that long ago, we were still at minus 10, and all of a sudden, bang, we're at plus 28. Yep. And it, it's like, by the end of the week, it's supposed to be like uh, closer to low teens. Yeah. So it's such a huge fluctuation. It's hard on the body. Uh-huh. But when that heat hits... Yeah. Because, you know, we're used to bundling up and trying to keep warm. And now it's like our bodies are like, uh, excuse me. Yep. <laughs> what are you doing? This is not okay. Yep. That's exactly how, how I felt this week too. It's like, um, but I, I found it's, I always carry a, a, a stick of deodorant in my vehicle because I know as soon as that heat hits, the cold doesn't bother me, but yep. it's, it, it's that heat. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> I usually have a change of clothes and some deodorant and if need be. I know where to find a shower, and I'll take a quick shower before I go anywhere. Yeah, you know, just in the customer's home. Oh, yeah, you know, I need to check your shower as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, no, I I wouldn't recommend that. (laughs) (laughs) I guess on the note of of the importance of relaxing and stuff like that, uh, I guess another very important topic for tradespeople is mental health. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we can look very rough, tough. You know, we're a bit of a rowdy crowd sometimes. Yep. But... I've noticed online a lot lately is how people are trying to censor and shut down the blue collar workers. Uh-huh. I know um, Brett Goen from Hammer, he was posting saying that a lot of their posts were being censored by Instagram. They couldn't be posted in Canada because it was promoting blue collar pride and uh-huh. And basically saying, hey, wouldn't you rather be working with your hands and working in an office? Yeah. And I mean, sure, not everyone's cut out for the trades. Right, obviously. But I still think there's an age-old mentality that we need to look down upon the (laughs) blue-collar workers because, oh, they didn't do well in school. Oh, they're dumb. Yeah. And that, that actually really angers me because, sure, you know what? You're a doctor. You're a lawyer good for you mm-hmm. you wouldn't a lot of these blue collar jobs or white collar jobs pardon me mm-hmm. you wouldn't be able to do if it weren't for the blue collar workers right exactly who would build the buildings that you're operating in yep who would provide you with electricity or plumbing or all these things mm-hmm. or truck drivers even that's a blue collar job definitely without truck drivers we have nothing exactly people you're, train operators and truck drivers without them we we can't do anything. That's for sure. And they get, you know, crapped on a ton. It's yeah, like, uh-huh. oh, these stupid big rigs hogging up the road. Sure. You know what? Let them stop driving. Yeah. See, see, see how far it goes then. Yeah. Oh, and then you're going to run out of groceries because, oh, I didn't stock up on groceries. I just buy my groceries every day. Uh-huh. Well, there go your groceries. There goes your toilet paper. There goes everything. Fuel, everything. Yeah, everything that you need day to day. And it just, it pisses me off because... Oh, let's look down upon these people and just do stupid TikTok dances <laughs> and post it on the internet in the hospital. Ho oh, ho, look at us. But oh, people with that work with hands, they big dumb. Yep. And it's like you know the trades people I've met are honestly the smartest people I know. Mhm. I would totally agree with that. And you know what, honestly, it'd be very surprised that, you know, you can have whatever job you want but when it comes down to it if you need you know something built or or power or 
your furnace, something goes out, you know, you're always relying on them and they're always out there. I mean, not everybody's against, you know, the blue collar world, but definitely there is um, a bit of a stigma out there. Um, but, you know, that's it's kind of what our podcast is about, you know, trying to promote, you know, the blue collar world. Not like we're running down every other job, but, you know, trying to, you know, get people, you know, kind of rallied behind that idea, right? Yeah. And... I know it. It it sure does, it it doesn't matter who you are. Once your air conditioner stops working, oh, they are in a hurry to call you to come and fix it. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> or, or if their TV plugs aren't working, yep. you know, then hey, we need to watch TV pronto right, right now. now. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah, you know, if you want to work a white collar job, good yep. for you. That's great, but. You know, I see blue collar people running down white collar people too. Yeah. And I think it's just because, you know, we've gotten so much hate for so long that, Mm -hmm. you know, it's time to push back. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, you know, you do you, you do the work that you want to do. Yep. Just don't tell us that we're stupid because Uh we work with our hands. Exactly. Because the schooling we have to go through to become certified in our trades. Mm-hmm. It's not just simple. Oh, one plus one, two bend yep. pipe, pull yep. wire. Yep. No, it's monkey do this. Ooga doogas. No, <laughs> it's a lot of technical stuff. Like for crying out loud, the electrical code book uh-huh. is like 500 pages long. It's all in lawyer speak yep. and tradespeople are supposed to understand it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And even like, uh, for example, today, um, when I changed out that evaporator, I know we we had gone through all these procedures, you know, charging, ev- evacuating, all this stuff in school. But however, due to COVID, we couldn't really practice it, right? Now, I, I did it for the first time and it was a little bit new to me because it's the first time I did it on the job. But my journeyman helped me out a lot. And I'm thinking it's like, not just anybody can do this. You know, I, I think, it, you know, People definitely should take pride in, in, in their job. I mean, like, I know a lot of people I talk to, it's like, oh, what do you do? Oh, you know, I'm an, I'm an HVAC. Oh, what is that? Right? You know, yeah. you have to explain to them. But it, it's just not one of those things that, you know, people really, you know, it's, oh, yeah, you should be an HVAC technician. Yeah, you should grow up and do that, right? I When I grew up, I had no idea. Yeah. I, I, I didn't even really know what that was at that time. But uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and, and how often don't you see when kids, you ask kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, I want to be a scientist or a doctor or a policeman. Yeah. Never is it. I want to be a carpenter or an electrician. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, think, I think they find that out only later on when they're like, oh, this is actually a lot more fun. Yeah, that's for sure. And, and that's uh, one thing that when I was a guest on Blue is the New White podcast, mm-hmm. he he really outlined it well on how a lot of people don't even realize that trades is an option for them because they've always been pushed growing up. You got to go to college. You got to go to university. You got to get a degree. That's the only way you're going to get ahead in life. No, the only way you're going to be successful or, you know, in quotation, successful. Yeah. And I I sent you a post that Mike Rowe had posted on Instagram about how Michelle Obama was basically saying that blue collar workers were dumb and would never make any money, would never make it anywhere. Uh Well, I know tradespeople who are multi multi millionaires because they've run a very successful company. Yep, and it's like you know what we're always gonna need them. Like obviously yes, we're always gonna need those white collar jobs too. But the you know the blue collar workers, not like to say we're above everybody, but it's like 
we're we're always there like a like we're always there to pick up the phone as to when you call us with an emergency and stuff like that. And uh, I definitely think you know that it it should be, be becoming a blue collar worker is not something that you know people should just put aside. Oh, I don't want to do that. You know that that's not really a career and stuff like that. Because guess what? You know with the with the technology nowadays and it's always advancing. We're gonna need more of of those people out there. Exactly. Even, and for example, electric cars. Yep. They're they're coming out more. We're seeing them more and more. And guess what? We're gonna need skilled people to to work on them. Which personally, I would never. But if if there's people out there that want to work on them, great. Yep, that's for sure. And and that's one place where I give uh, companies like Troll Clothing a lot of credit. Yep, definitely. Or, or like Hammer, mm-hmm. the social media app for tradespeople. You know, just spreading awareness for the trades uh-huh. and promoting tr- blue collar pride. Yep. Yeah, I, I've uh, I know you you introduced me to Hammer. <clears throat> it wasn't available for Android for a while, but I found, when it finally was, I got it. And yeah, it's awesome because you get to see a bunch of you know guys posting their work or you know showing what they're doing today, and these guys are proud of what they're doing. I think that's awesome. Everyone rallies behind them. Everyone, you know, um, it's 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 a very positive atmosphere, and it's not like you know running people down like oftentimes you see on some on some other you know platforms. Which I I don't think so either. I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, that's for sure. Because, you know, we're not posting on there for, you know, those dopamine hits for when those likes roll in. We just want to share what we're doing and help build a community and... Start a conversation about something, right? Exactly. (laughs) And, like, Brett Gowen, the founder of Hammer, has done such an amazing job with that app. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's still growing. Yeah. And it's just... It's so encouraging to see that community being built and how, you know, someone has a trouble with some, oh, you know, I'm just going to hop in the chat and, mm-hmm. and ask some questions or, or, you know, I know in the chat, there have been some serious conversations we've had about mental health and stuff like that, or mm-hmm. even just something as simple as, Hey, how's your weekend going? Or how's your week going? Oh, you know, we did this and this, you know, just kind of to be able to vent to other people mm-hmm. because it's important to not just take on all the stress, not be able to let it out anywhere yep. to help other people help you along. Yep. I know one of the apps that I downloaded a little while ago, um, for me personally is, uh, it was the HVAC know-it-all podcast, uh, not podcast, um, app. Um, and it's, uh, the, the founder of it, uh, Gary McCready, he had a page on on Facebook, uh, a group, and I followed that as well. But he kind of wanted to get away from that more like negative attitude some people had. So he worked on an app for a while and it came out and it's super awesome. Everybody that like, because he wanted to eliminate all those people, you know, that are always negative and, you know, just putting other people down and stuff and actually have a professional app where, you know, um, it's mainly HVAC guys, some plumbers and stuff on there, but where they can come and they can share ideas and, you know, ask questions and, and stuff like that. And it's awesome. I, I'm glad he came out with that. It's, uh, there is a subscription fee of like $10 a year, which is nothing to, to, to weed out, you know, all of the, all of the, all of the BS in there. But I love it. it it's super good. I've, I've had a couple of times where I've actually posted stuff with a question on something I was working on and, and the guy's been a couple commented on it and actually got ideas and i'll actually have more information and so it's good i i definitely definitely think there should be more of that out there yeah that's for sure and 
And you know, speaking of like Facebook groups and stuff, you know, you'll always get those keyboard trades people out there. Yeah. I know I follow Ryan the Electrician on Instagram. He's from Western Canada and he had posted a video of himself bending a conduit and mm-hmm. Greenlee Tools reposted it to their page and I just figured, you know, I'm going to go through the comments because why not? Yep. And the toxicity in there, like these keyboard tradespeople, oh, why do you have the bender that way? Yep. One guy even said, he was like, that first bend was like 13 degrees, the second one was 15. It's like, <laughs> okay, uh, John Doe, yeah. like how could you tell that from your screen? Right. And the one guy was like, there's no way that fit into the box perfectly. And, and Ryan just said, actually, it worked pro- 100%. And the guy goes, oh, you had to spin the conduit in order for it to fit. I was like, dude, get a life. Get a job. Yeah. And I, I just commented on Ryan's post. I said, let's see these keyboard tradespeople come out and do this stuff in the real world. And then uh-huh. then we'll see who, who can talk. Exactly. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that. There, there, there's them on on every on every page, which I don't know. I agree. I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a big fan of them either. No. It, and especially it's you know when when people you know don't don't appreciate you know you're you're just trying to show your work or show something the way that you do it, and and everyone just says no, that's wrong. Yeah, that's for sure. One point was that someone had made was. His workspace was very messy. Uh-huh. His packet was strewn about. But uh-huh. you know what? However you work best, man. Yeah. You do you. Yeah, exactly. And, and who knows? Maybe that was just while he was working there. At the end of the day, he's going to clean up. Yeah. I mean, for me personally, sometimes, yeah, there's... If I'm on a big job, um, yeah, there's tools laying about. But usually, you know, at lunchtime or at the end of the day, everything gets cleaned up. Yeah, that's for sure. And, you know, I just... I don't follow many electrician pages. Most of them are memes because <laughs> they're relatable to us. Yep, yep. I like I, to have I, a good laugh. Yep, I follow a lot of meme pages too, directed at, at tradespeople. But, you know, I, I found Ryan the electrician because of Greenlee. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Just because everyone is crappy on you, you get a follow from me. Yeah. Because, <laughs> hey, you know, you're a fellow Canadian electrician. And, and from following him, I learned that he also did solar as oh, did I. That's cool. So that was interesting. And, you know, I figured, you know what? I got to support you. Uh-huh. Like, and he wasn't taking any of it either. Like, yeah. he was just telling these guys, hey, you know what? You're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> as Donald Trump would say, wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think this has been a, a really good and broad titled episode i guess uh-huh guess we're gonna have to come up with a title yet yeah. i had a title in mind but i don't know if i'll <laughs> stick with that right well it's, it's it's good to get these conversations going and get the information out there you know start a conversation if nothing else yeah exactly and and you know if nothing else you know comment on one of our posts mm-hmm. about something you heard in the podcast or email us mm-hmm. or you know now david and i are both on hammer uh-huh so for you guys from Hammer who are listening, if you have a question about something we've said or want to make a remark, you know, mm-hmm. just message us. Yep. You know, the dooms are always open. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and yeah, so if, if you want to find us on Instagram, our Instagram is at skilledtradespodcast and our email is skilledtradespodcast at gmail.com. Um, 
We're slowly but surely working on merch stuff still. Mm -hmm. I know you're probably going to get sick and tired of hearing about that. (laughs) But it's been very busy lately and I haven't had much time to dedicate to setting stuff up and and stuff like that. But yeah, there... I think there's quite a few things in the works and mm-hmm. and just a big thank you to you guys the listeners. Yep. We, we really we, appreciate you. Absolutely. We hit over 600 total plays. So that's that's, that, that's an achievement for us. <laughs> that's that's a huge achievement. We never thought we'd make it to where we are today and uh-huh. and you know it's just in, by seeing how many people listen to our show it encourages us because we know that we are helping the blue collar awareness mm-hmm. community definitely and yeah if you ever want to be a guest on our podcast feel free reach out to us you know we'll try to you know arrange a date that that, that works for us and and for you and you know we definitely we definitely like to have guests on the podcast oh yeah that's for for sure it's always nice to hear other people's opinions and outlooks on things and stuff like that so right on well thank you for listening and we'll catch you again